Alright, let's do this again. Um, really excuse my dog this time. He seems to be very adamant today. He's, he's kind of been looking out the window a lot and, and barking a lot. But but let's just kind of talk about some updates. Um, I'll, I'll give you guys kind of the rundown of what's happened today. I be, what is it, March 16th, I believe? Yes, March 16th. Um, I know episode one or, <coughs> excuse me, installment one was done like 1 a.m. today. Um, it's about 6.40 now in the afternoon, um, evening, afternoon. Um, so it's kind of obviously stuff has happened today and we'll just kind of talk about that and then, um, do some connections, uh, based on just kind of what I'm hearing from a lot of people right now. Um, so basically today, you know, obviously off of the, off of coronavirus, uh, they've shut down, uh, all basically everything that's not a store. So you're talking like bowling alleys, uh, gym, stuff like that, where large numbers of people are congregating. Um, it's shut down in Ohio right now. I, I'm not 100% sure on the timetable with that one, um, but I know that they are closing at um, close of business tonight. So th- that is um, that is kind of the update. We, I personally was really, really, really expecting um, a complete shutdown of the state. So today over in California, actually San Francisco is, um, in a shelter in place right now. So they are, they're in that complete lockdown that I, that I mentioned, um, in episode one. And, uh, I really, 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 really thought that that would happen today. Um, uh, from Governor Mike DeWine, but it did not. And it was, it was surprising to me. And I think it was surprising to a lot of people, um, so that that's you know that's good that, that that means that we're not taking too drastic of steps right now. But I, I'll be honest, I would not be surprised um, if it does end up happening here in the next few days. Um, so kind of the 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 outcry right now has really been from workers. Um, and you're really talking about hourly wage workers. Um, I believe they've been described as gig workers. Um, so really, kind of the reasoning behind this is. Um, I don't have a job, right? I, I've been working in the restaurant industry. Um, I, I work in a bowling alley, for instance, and now I don't have a job. Um, and and yeah, it's frustrating. Um, I understand that it's very upsetting and it's it's very um, uh, it's difficult. There, there, it's a very difficult time to be alive right now because we don't know what's happening. A lot of people do not know where their next paycheck is coming from. Um, but what I have to realize and what a lot of people have to realize is it's been really, really good for a really long time. Um, you know, for the past four to six years, it's been great. The economy has been awesome. Everything's kind of been running smoothly. Um, the stock market has done unbelievably well. Uh, everything has just been great. In the past month or two, it's sucked. It has been horrible. Um, and people are upset. Now, here's the issue. Here, here is, And here's something that a lot of people will talk about, and it's something that I'm definitely going to touch on here, is... This is the worst generation for this to be happening to. Uh, we have a millennial generation right now. I'm sure you guys will read about the millennials um, if you're listening to this in the future. Um, and if you're listening to this in the present, I'm sure you know about the millennials. You know what they are. And and they are what they are. They're they let's just let's just be frank. They're entitled. They are. Um, 
uh, a lot of times lazy. By no means am I saying everybody. There are plenty of millennials that are extremely hardworking, extremely driven, and motivated people. Um, but uh, for the vast majority of them, um, they are not mentally equipped to handle something like this. They grew up in a time, they, they entered the workforce in a time, that, that's more crucial. They, they entered the workforce in a time where everything was great and everything throughout their careers has been great. It's been easy. They haven't had to worry about money for a really long time. Um, they've had to worry about where they get their $6 for their Starbucks coffee every single day. They haven't had to worry about how they're going to pay their rent next month. It's been good. It's been generally just easy. And, and something like this is is the first time that they've actually had to face an obstacle. And instead, what I have noticed, instead of people saying, all right, you know what? We've got an obstacle. This is nobody's fault. Let's be clear here. There, nobody is at fault right now. I, instead of just saying, all right, let's let's this is an obstacle. Let's get after it. We're falling back into that complaining uh, society. We're falling back into that society that is really upset um, at other people for things that really nobody can control. Let, let's be honest here. The, these ban, the bands of, of mass groups and 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 people uh, over fifty. I, I believe it's actually it may even be reduced to ten. Um, but right now, I think the CDC's recommendation recommendation is no gatherings of fifty or more people. It, it's the right thing to do. It's difficult, yes. It's a hard thing to understand, but it's the right thing to do. And if people would start taking this more seriously, these measures will will, will be shortened. The amount of time that this is that this is an issue will be shortened. If everybody, let's be clear, if everybody took this really seriously for three weeks, four weeks, it would be over. We would have it figured out and we would be ready to go. But nobody thinks, nobody understands how serious is the impact of this disease is. And the reason, the reason that is, is because you go back to that selfishness. You go back to that ignorance. You go back to people being naive. Yes, if you are a healthy 25, 30, 35, even 40-year-old individual, you will be okay. This isn't even going to be a difficult thing for your immune system to fight. However, you have to then go look at the economic impact of everything. You have to understand that if you get sick, somebody else might get sick. And if that person gets sick, they might get their grandmother sick and then their grandmother dies. And that freaks people out. That freaks not only just citizens, that freaks investors out. That freaks travelers out. And that changes the way that we live our lives. In the back of everybody's head, not everybody, in the back of a lot of people's head right now, there, there is a thought of, if I get sick, I can't go see my parents. If I go out in the world, I can't have a contact with my parents for at least two weeks. Because if I'm a carrier and I'm not displaying symptoms, and they get sick and die, that's on my conscience. Imagine having that on your conscience, that you are the reason, you are the actual reason that one of your parents has died, that one of your grandparents has died. Hell, for a lot of people, that one of your children has died. Think about a, a, a parent that has a child with a compromised immune system. If they go out in the world, and they, if they go out to dinner with their friends for happy hour on Fridays after work, and they come home not displaying any symptoms... And they somehow are, are, are transmit a virus to their young son who, for whatever reason, has a compromised immune system and that son dies. That is then on the parent. 
Imagine how scary that is. I, I, I mean, look, I, in my life right now, my, uh, my, I'm at my house by myself. I live with my parents. I live with my family right now. Um, campus is five minutes away, so I was, I was not in the business of spending $10,000 for an apartment right now. Turns out probably a pretty good decision. Um, but I was not in the business of spending $10,000 on an apartment, so I stayed at home this semester. Everybody else is on spring break right now. Um, my parents and my, my younger siblings are on spring break because Ohio State was supposed to be in classes. Um, so I, w- I was not supposed to, I, I wasn't supposed to be on, uh, to be able to go with them. And my grandmother texted me yesterday and she said, Hey, Jack, she lives in Columbus as well. She goes, Hey, Jack, I don't know what you're doing for dinner, but you know, we'd love to have you over if you want to come eat dinner with, with, me, with her. I, I said, Grandma, I, I would love to, but I can't. I can't in good conscience do that. I would, I can't get her sick. And she's a very healthy individual. She's a very healthy adult. Even though she is a little bit older, I still have full confidence in her immune system to be able to beat this, this virus. I still think that she would be okay. But I can't in good conscience get her sick and then she goes and plays bridge with her unhealthy friends and they die. Are you kidding me? I could never do that. Uh, I'm going actually, I'm, I'm going on spring break tomorrow. I'm going to go hang out with my family. Um, wait, we just got an update here. Hold on one second. So McDonald's quick update. McDonald's will close all seating areas, um, throughout the company. McDonald's, the biggest fast food chain in America will close the seating areas in every single one of its restaurants throughout the United States. That's, that's a big deal. That's a really big deal. I'm assuming, um, I'm assuming that that a lot of companies will follow will follow suit like that. Um, But back back to what I was talking about. Um, uh, I'm going on an airplane tomorrow. And, and yes, I will be okay. I'm going to use hand sanitizer like crazy. Um, I'm going to try and find a pair of plastic gloves in my house just to, just to be a little bit safer. It might be a little extra, but just to be as safe as I possibly can. Um, but it worries me. It worries my family to come back to Columbus. We're going to Orlando and then we're coming back to Columbus. My dad was just in California. We're concerned. We, we are really concerned. Um, there's a person walking outside with a mask on right now. But we, we are really concerned um, that we might bring COVID-19 back to Columbus. And yes, there's already cases here. Ohio's up to 50 cases confirmed now. Um, but that's a concern of ours. I do want to kind of go back to to workers. I, I want to talk about what we can do. Look, I'm in a, I'm in a good financial position regardless. Um, I've saved a good portion of my money. Uh, granted, a lot of my my money is in the stock market. Um, I, I will let you know that uh, I would say about two to two and a half weeks ago. Um, you know, it's not a whole bunch of money, but I'll just be just honest with you with the numbers. Um, my account was valued at, uh, um, let me check. I believe it was somewhere, um, around $2,400, I believe. Let me check real quick. Um, let me log in here. Oh, it's crazy how technology is so amazing right now. Yeah. So, I was looking at uh, my account was valued. I, I take it back. My account was valued at shoot. Yes, twenty four hundred two thousand four hundred and six dollars was what my account was valued at. Uh, right now, my account is valued at one thousand three hundred and sixty seven dollars. 
I've lost over $1,000 in the past month. I've lost over $1,000. Um, <laughs> I know it's going to come back. I'm 20 years old. It's got plenty of time to recover. Um, but I've lost over $1,000 in the past month. My, my total account value is down $788. So that tells you how I was up. I was up a lot. I, I was doing really well. And, and, and I have now thrown away $788. And, and for a 20-year-old, that's a lot of money. Um, today, my, uh, my, let's see, my Penn National stock uh, down 44%. My Lululemon stock down 21% today. Today, my General Electric stock down 15%, Pepsi down 11%. Like, we're talking about major, major issues here, um, and it's a problem. It, it's a big, big problem for everybody. Granted, I think everybody's still staying calm. Um, I think that everybody understands that this is hopefully a short-term uh, setback, and we can recover. Uh, I know we can recover. I know we will recover. Uh, a lot depends on what happens in November. Absolutely, it's an election year. We'll we'll see uh, kind of how that goes. Um, I was watching the press conference with President Trump today, and, and he, uh, him, and the doctors were saying that we're talking about July or August is when everything's going to hopefully be back to normal. Um, and that does not mean that we'll be seeing the same restrictions that we're seeing right now. Um, but we'll see hopefully life back to complete normalcy um, around July or August, right right in time for school to start. Um, it's weird. It's really weird. For the people that are losing their jobs, now I can hopefully get back on track for sure here. Um, you know, the, the, you've like I said, you've got a couple options. You, you can wallow. You, you can complain about it. Or you can at least do something about it. Um, there are opportunities out there to make money. There absolutely are. I'm sure that we all have stuff that we don't need that if we need quick cash, we can, we can flip on Craigslist. Um, I'm sure that there are, there are some companies that need help right now. Um, my grocery stores, for instance, are absolutely slammed right now. I, I, I see hiring signs all over the place. Um, you can pick up another part-time job. I, I talked to, I was talking to one of actually my managers, um, where I work the other day. And she was talking to me about how she wants to just get a part-time job at Kroger. Um, and I looked at her, I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I, I was so happy to see somebody of, of power, somebody somebody that is a decent, I mean, granted, it's not like she's making a whole bunch of money, but, but somebody who is in a, a good position is already, before every before our store shut down, was already thinking, yeah, I'm going to try and get another job. That's the attitude to have, not the attitude of, how quick, how easily can I get on unemployment? That's not the attitude to have. Well, yes, that is a good tool to use. That shouldn't be your mindset. Your mindset right now should be, what can I do? What can I control right now? What can I control right now to try and make my life better? Because it's going to suck, it's, but it's going to suck for everybody. Nobody in this, in this situation is benefiting. This is a very unique time in the economy where everybody, every single person is, is, uh, is not doing well. There, there's no real person. Yes, the Purell company, um, people who make plastic gloves. Yeah, they're doing pretty well, but they're also being hit with an unprecedented amount of demand and it's very difficult to keep up with. Um, 
I'll be honest with you. It's why I'm starting this, this podcast, this diary. I don't even know what I'm going to call it yet. Um, I want to document. I, and I, I do believe, I do believe that this has an opportunity. This is an opportunity for me to eventually monetize this. I, I really think that I really have a genuine belief in that. And everybody can monetize something like this. Like I said in episode one, everybody has a story. Go tell that story. People will pay for your story. It's an unbelievable, unbelievable look into the human brain. We love listening to stories. It's how it's how we've grown up. It's it's how we have evolved as a species. We love storytelling. Then there's some good psychology behind that. You know, the more stories we hear, the smarter we get because the more events, the more experiences that we we listen to, we feel that we are better hand we are better equipped to handle other um, experiences in our lives. But tell your story. Do something. Just don't be lazy. Just don't be lazy. Because I promise you, if you're lazy, it's just going to make things worse when things get better, if that makes sense. Because if you get used to being lazy when you have to work hard again, um, it, it's, it's not going to go well. For the past however long, it's been easy to work hard. That's a good line. It's been easy to work hard for the past six years. And, and, and now it's hard to work hard. Everybody's trying to find something to do. I always talk to people, what am I going to do? I'm going to be so bored. You can find something to do. And oftentimes you can find something to do and monetize that. There are a, there are options out there for you to monetize your time. Somebody say, well, that's not worth my time to make $11 an hour. Okay, so it's worth your time to make $0 an hour? That doesn't make any sense to me. You're making $11 more an hour than you would sitting on your butt watching Netflix. Do something. Please do something. And for a lot of people like me who have tried to budget and tried to save their money as well as they can, you're in good shape. You're being rewarded right now. I've got a decent amount of money saved up in my checking account just because I didn't want, because I knew, I knew that there was some, something could happen. I'm a, I'm a very cautious person and, and I knew that eventually something bad could happen. And right now that one thing, that one bad thing could happen. Now, by no means was I expecting a global pandemic. Let's be very clear about that right now. But what I was expecting was, you know, maybe, um, maybe we have to cut our staff at where I work and, and I, and I no longer have a job. What if I get my hours get cut and I'm not, and I'm making half of what I was making before. I need to have enough money to give me that buffer, that amount of time to figure something out. And that's what's going on right now. Hopefully what, what, what can hopefully happen is, is I'm looking at, at different internships for this summer. I am hoping that the money that I've saved up will allow me to last until when those internships start, or at least close to when those internships start. Or another job, it doesn't even have to be an internship. At least last me until the place that I work, I almost let it slip there, until the place that I work is reopened. Because when we reopen, there one of two things is going to happen. I'll let you in on, on a little secret here. We're a very high quality brand. We're a very high quality clothing brand. Um, our products are very expensive. Granted, Incredible quality, but our products are very, very, very expensive. My concern is that when all of this eventually blows over, you know, in quotation marks, blows over, that the economy will not be in a position that makes people feel comfortable 
to buy in a hundred dollar um, pair of pants or an eighty dollar t-shirt. That concerns me, and it concerns me for the entire company. I and I guarantee that the people higher up in the company are thinking the exact same way. Now, the other thing that may happen is we may see a lot of people that have have just been itching to do something for the past however long we're shut down, just itching to do something, and then they come out and buy everything. That would obviously be best case scenario, not only for us, but for the, in the economy in general. When this all eventually does, again, blow over, we need to spend in the economy. Governor DeWine did a great job today um, of making it very clear that restaurants in uh, that restaurants um, are still open for carryout and for delivery, and he made it very clear. Please buy from these people. It is important at, for us as a society to continue supporting these businesses. It is important to continue spending money. I'll be honest. I was planning on on making some chicken for dinner tonight. I'm going out to eat. Well, I'm not going out to eat. I'm going out to pick up food. But I'm going out because I am trying to help the economy. I am trying to do my part. I'm washing my hands and I am trying to contribute to the economy because I have a genuine belief that when Governor DeWine says it's important for us to spend money at these restaurants, he's right. That kind of ties back to my last point here. And I, I touched on this a little bit yesterday. We are all in this fight together. There is no politics a part of this. There's no partisanship whatsoever. And, and, and to be honest with you, I haven't seen it. There, there's obviously been people attacking President Trump because well, not many people like him. But for the most part, people have been unified, which is good to see. So by no means am I saying, oh, we need to change and be together. No, we have been together, and it's been awesome to see. But... For those people that are still holding out, for those people that are still going out on a consistent basis, interacting with a bunch of people, we need to stop. Because if we don't stop now, we're going to have a problem in not the weeks to come, not the months to come, but the years to come. We need to fix this now. Yes, it seems like what we're doing is an exaggerated version of what we should be doing. But, but if we don't take these steps, if we don't take these measures, we're going to be in a much worse situation in five years than we would be if we do take these steps right now. It sucks. Nobody's arguing that it doesn't suck, but we have to do something now so our lives suck for the next three months and are great in the next year. This will blow over. This will get better. We have the tools to make everything better. We just have to do it. Thanks for listening to episode two. Hopefully I can eventually talk about something more exciting something happier, something better, something more positive. But right now, this is what we have to talk about. And, and, and one last key thing. We can control our positivity. We can control our mindset. We, only can, we can only control one thing, and that's ourselves. 
We can't control what your neighbor down the street does. We can't control what your mom does. You can control what you do. And you can control how you perceive the situation. Are you going to roll over and die? Are you going to roll over and and just let the world kick you? Or are you going to stand up and fight? Thank you.